I'm Mark. I'm Lisa. And we are Living Living Through through the the Getting There. Here we are back in the Brick Ranch studio for another episode. Welcome, welcome. And it's kind of late this week. Yeah. It's Hopefully Friday. we can get it out on time. I hope so. Anyway, We had a busy week. Yep. What uh, What's going on today? What are we talking about? Well, I'm thinking the other day when I was reading my scriptures, I came across Isaiah 44, 22 says, I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist. Return to me for I have redeemed you. And as I read that, I started thinking about, you know, just the idea of um, sweeping. And God is the one who sweeps away our offenses like a cloud. And then I started thinking of the 4th of July parade here in Pittsburgh. And I thought, boy, the parade is huge. It's long. There's a ton of candy being thrown out to all the kids and the people standing in the line watching the parade. And then if you've ever driven through Kingsburg after the parade, you know exactly what you see. Tons of scraps, tons of paper, tons of candy just laying on the ground. All these things just laying on the ground. And then I was thinking, you know, oh, the street sweeper comes in and cleans everything up after the parade is is over. And I just kind of was putting the it just what came into my mind about how God does that for us. You know, if we turn around and look behind us, we may see all the wrappers and the, like, what does my behind look like? Um, my I'll behind. i leave that one. <laughs> what does the behind me look like? And how God cleans all that up. He takes my past. He takes my candy wrappers, empty candy wrappers candy that has been forgotten about, whatever. He just takes all of that and he cleans it up. And then I started to think that, you know how, you know, God has so many names and one of them could be street sweeper. I don't know what that is in Hebrew. Wouldn't have a clue, but if anybody out there does, drop us a line and let us know. Please. What would be street sweeper in the Hebrew or the Greek, I guess? The Lord... As the cleanup guy, mm-hmm. the janitor, so to mm-hmm. speak. Yeah. And what that looks like for us. What does it look like for you? Well, so there are several ways as a believer to mm-hmm. look at this, I think. Okay. It just all depends upon where you are, maybe where you are in your walk with the Lord. Mm-hmm what your situation was before you came to the Lord, Mm -hmm. how much of a mess is behind you. Yeah. All different types of factors, right? God's a pretty big street sweeper, though. He is, and that's kind of the business he's in. Mm -hmm. My first thought Mm -hmm. when you had mentioned the the, uh, sweeper Mm -hmm. in line with the street was the street cleaner when it would come around the neighborhood. Yeah, the street sweeper. That's what so, I'm saying. The big machinery, that big that big truck. Well, right. Yeah, but, and it scrubs the ground. You know, 
whatever your imagery is. It's getting to Can I Can I give one? Are you in the middle of a thought? Yeah, I Okay, because I have another thought. So then I thought you would watch it come down the street. Mm -hmm. Growing up, the one in our neighborhood Mm -hmm. was this big... You lived in a ritzy neighborhood. I didn't have a street sweeper in our neighborhood. (laughs) Was this like... uh, So it, it had... Two wheels in the front, mm-hmm. and then like one wheel in the back, mm-hmm. and the big brush on brushes like on the side, mm-hmm. and then you know the water mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So it would come down like one side of the street and brush all the junk mm-hmm. and suck it up. Yeah. And then you know put the water down and maybe yeah. scrub it. Yeah. But then after it went by, you could see the trail, the wet trail on the road, mm-hmm. and then the clean street behind it. Yeah. So some people may look back and, and have that type of an idea, like the Lord has cleaned up so good that I barely see a remnant. remnant. All yeah. I see is what, you know, he has done. Right. Right, that's the beauty of Which it. Which is a good thing. Right. Of course, not everybody's going to have that. And, well, no. Because... And I'm sure there's very few instances of people like they're, you know, the Lord is not completely erased. Well, no, I'm not talking but, about, know. like, consequences or um, the after effect of some of our past choices. And, you know, those, what needs to be cleaned up are our past choices things that we have done, a reckless behavior, things like that. Of course, we're going to have consequences of those and those things may stay with you. But it's just the idea of the Lord being the one who cleans it up. Well, And so, yes, right. we are still going to have he, to deal with, we may still have to deal with consequences. We may still have to deal with after effects and there's that collateral damage. But God still can take those things and make them beautiful. Sure. Make something beautiful he, out and, of it. Right. And that's more accurate. I think definitely like, uh, you know, we can look back on where we were before and know where we were before and where we are now. Mm -hmm. And those things are not as, maybe not as prominent, but we still can have, be experiencing, you know, ramifications of this. Oh yeah, of course, of course. um, So what I think we're saying here is that the idea of him sweeping up, Mm -hmm. Or sweeping away iniquity. I believe the way, especially the way it's used in this context in scripture from Isaiah, is that it's a, it's a, like the description says, it's a, you know, sweeping away of like the clouds. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a broad stroke of, you know, wisping away. Right. And so he's saying, that's what I'm doing to the iniquity. That's what I will do, because I think that statement may be prophetic mm-hmm. in that context. Okay. So he's saying that I am I will remove the iniquity of you, Israel. Mm-hmm. All the basically all of your junk. Yeah. I'm gonna wipe away. Right. And Scripture also says that he he removes our sin. As far as the east is from the west, he no longer remembers it. Right. Amen. So he can drive the street cleaner down the path of our life. Right. 
and turn around and truly see the cleanliness and nothing left of right. what we were. Right, right. And so that's that's his ultimate goal of redemption mm-hmm. to those who believe in, you know, his plan of, re, of redemption and salvation. Right. right. So interesting enough, if you look also into that same mm-hmm. chapter, yeah, he is talking about man using wood to um, cook his food, keep himself warm and, the what's left he uses to make an idol to worship. So he's using using remnants of things of creation to make something an object of worship other than God. Mm-hmm. Or like we look behind us after God has cleaned it up, or yeah, and all he can all God can see is the clean behind well, us now. Yeah, that he's and I think I think where he's going with that is some of the mess that we create is mm-hmm. because. We are looking, and and we've touched on this several times, of mm-hmm. other things to be the God. Right. We take and, the things of God that he has blessed us with, and we turn that thing into right. its own, and, and into that, an idol. Also in that verse, he mentions be, being the, be, the first and the last. And we see that in Scripture. I believe it's in Revelation where... The Lord himself, Jesus, says, I am the Alpha, the Omega. Right. The beginning and the end. Right. You know. He makes all things new. That's that's him saying, you know, the, in Isaiah, God is saying, I am it. There's no others, beginning and end. And Jesus is saying the same thing in Revelation, indicating that he is God. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so... Another re, you know, kind of reinforcement of the Lord is, is God being three in one, Father, mm-hmm. Son, Spirit. Yeah, He was there, He still is there, and He's still part of that. Hence, being the sin cleaner. Yes. So He is a sin cleaner then. He's a sin cleaner now. He's still in that business of cleaning. Correct. And so. Often in society, we take those in the positions of cleaning up after others. That's, I'm going to interrupt you because I've been waiting to say this. In India, the caste system, and I guess I don't know if the caste system still exists in India, but the lowest of the low were the, I think it was called the Shamar, but it was the untouchables. And those were the ones who would go and clean up after everybody in the village and they would be cleaning up sewage they would be cleaning up absolute filth and that's what that was their job and they were considered the untouchables so it just strikes me as god being the one who sweeps all of our offenses away in some societies that person is the most looked down upon and it doesn't surprise me either because Jesus was very downtrodden, very looked down upon. Well, yeah, I that's kind of where I was going. Um, you know, I was thinking like uh, garbage collectors mm-hmm. and yeah. janitors, uh, you know, custodians, um, positions like that where, you know, are not necessarily the... Uh, 
you know, the most maybe uh, sought after. Sought after. However, uh, they... Where would we be without them? Right. And how important are they? Yeah. And now I can speak to this with a little degree of experience. Yes, you're one day. Excuse me. Maybe two. I ha- I'm getting to that. <laughs> First of all. Hey, I wouldn't do I- that. I was gainfully employed as a custodian, if you recall. I do recall. Okay. Yeah. And yes, I did one day of garbage collecting. So I will say this. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the custodian work that I did, I found to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Cleaning up after those middle schoolers. Well, I mean, there are parts of it that just really are, you know, I can I can get where people be like, ah, yeah. But, however, there was, you know, you did get a sense of satisfaction of seeing something, you know, kind of leaving something better than how you found it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. And often you would wish, I wish these kids would leave something better than you know how they found it but didn't happen how many times did your parents say that to you anyways you know and there was a degree of you know you're you got you you went in you did what you had to do Mm -hmm. and you know now i'm not i'm not saying that your time was your own you know Mm -hmm. i mean you had a job to do and you did it but you know it was it was accomplishing something with very little of, you know, anyone breathing down your neck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so there was there was kind of a freedom in that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I have a, my uh, prime attorney friend in the area mm-hmm. often says his favorite, one of his favorite jobs was when he was a janitor. So. Hmm. Interesting. This, you know, and I'm talking a guy that has achieved a lot in life. Yeah. You know, I only say that because, you know, and I'm obviously not everybody has that opinion of people, and I'm sure a lot of people don't. And a lot of people do appreciate those jobs because they realize someone has to do it, somebody's willing to do it, and often I'm sure people appreciate that they do it. Even though, yeah, they kind of can be. You know, some they may not un- think about it right. all the time, but when you do, when hopefully, you do, you're kind of well, like. Even with that, you know, and this is gonna, you know, bunny trail a little bit, but I think it's, you know, not so much important to say, but just you know, relevant. Our daughter is is teaching in a kindergarten, and we just kind of reminded her that how important the janitors are and I don't know about you but when I was in school it was you know the days of the breakfast club and the janitors were looked down upon a lot of times they were the butt of jokes in different movies the janitor was oftentimes the butt of a joke and I think that that's changed a lot because even when we were telling Gretchen don't forget the janitor you know and we even say it about ourselves we want to for Christmas time we should get the garbage man a, a little Christmas gift. They make a lot of money that time of year because people Because do, people appreciate right. having their junk removed. Right. And quite frankly, they don't make a bad living, period. No, they so, don't. Um, 
But you I, didn't either, like it. Either, One little bit. Well, it just, you know, it wasn't for me. No. But if I was a younger person, yeah, maybe it would have been. But hey. Um, that's not to disparage, and there's that no, word again, disparage, hey, the, the garbage men, no, I don't know what they're called anymore, there's, you know. Sanitation worker. Oh, sanitation worker, yes. garbage men. Hey, I think that there's there's no, like, you know, talking down about the garbage man, that's just, or garbage woman, let's be PC. Yes. Garbage women, although I don't think I've ever met a garbage woman. There was a garbage woman in our neighborhood. Really? There was? Yes, growing up, yep. Oh, wow. I bet she I was I think tough. she made a little bit of news because she was, uh, for that time when I was growing up, she was like one of the only garbage women. You had to be strong to be a garbage area. man. You got to lift those oh, it takes garbage cans up and sometimes well, they're nasty. Let's kind of bring it back though because it gave me a thought talking about people in the cleaning up positions. Yeah. And the kind of forgottenness and... That takes me back to how often we do forget about the ultimate cleaner Mm -hmm. that we're discussing, Mm -hmm. the Lord. Right. When, you know, sometimes we have a mess and, you know, we just don't want the cleaner to come in and take it sometimes. Sometimes you just want to sit in that mess and of course i'm talking about sin well yeah right like, there's some sin that sometimes people get in and they just lord i don't want you to touch that one right now mm-hmm. there's you a know? book and that just reminded me and i haven't read the book if i did i read it a long time ago and i can't remember what it's called and i can't remember who wrote it it may have been like max Licato. it was like come clean up the rooms or something it was like one of those little short yeah i know the one short books about. yeah there was the they were equating it to a house. Yeah, in and each there, room and in the there house. there was a room that set aside that just for your own stuff that the Lord doesn't need to see. Right. Even though he knows what's yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the point I'm getting at as mm-hmm. well, you know. Mm-hmm. So the ultimate cleaner mm-hmm. knows what's need, what needs to be cleaned. Mm-hmm. And... Eventually, isn't there a wrestler named the cleaner or something? He's gonna be. I don't know. He's gonna <laughs> be getting around to cleaning that up, whether One you want him to or not. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So and we just pray that people want to have those rooms, those areas cleaned up. We don't want to be a hoarder with our sin. As if we're walking with Christ, if we're walking in that knowledge and truth. You know, sometimes those some of those areas of our life take a little longer to allow him to remove them and sweep them away. True. We definitely have to invite the cleaner in the first place. How do we do that? Well, I mean, we have, you know, but when we trust in the Lord mm-hmm. and, you know, but if I've already trusted in the that, Lord, but then there well, may be something that I still struggle with, whether it's well, yeah, that's whatever what, that's it might be. That's kind of what we're talking right, about. Right, but so, that's what I mean. I think that, you know, as a, I'm already a believer. Mm-hmm. So I've already invited the Lord in. Yeah. He's already called me to himself. So I think in those areas where I know that I may have a little bit of um, struggle, whether it's scrolling or reels or, you know, 
just scrolling all day long. Well, not all day long because yeah. I work, but you know what I mean. Um, Whatever it is that's hindering you. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to, you know, like just if we want to tick off some, um, not make mad, but like list off some how to be the word more. Pray about it. Because even if it may seem like, oh, it's silly, pray about scrolling on Facebook or just just scrolling or playing stupid Monopoly Go. Well, which you have to join so I can get more dice. There is, <laughs> I do believe that uh, confessing these things. Oh yeah, definitely, Now there definitely. is also that mm-hmm. is uh, mandated in Scripture mm-hmm. that we confess to one mm-hmm. another our sins, and th- what that does is create account accountability, right? Because if you confess something to a- another. A brother, sister, a sister in Christ. In your case, mm-hmm. a sister in the Lord. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I say to a brother in the Lord, hey, you know, here's what I'm struggling with. So when I see that person, again, I'm going to be reminded of it again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to want to say, you know what? I don't want to have to do that again. Mm-hmm. I don't right? have to tell him I yes, scrolled all night. That's the point to that. So those are definitely ways to uh, yeah. help you know, and, and there there are situations where, you know, the Lord can work miraculously and take away, you know, something entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, you know, talk to people with struggling with the, with addictions and, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord has totally taken it. Yes. You know, and right. that's miraculous, but it doesn't always, that's not always the case. You no, know? it's not. And we... We don't know why. It's for him to know, you know. And so those are definitely some practical ways to help deal with those situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, and the Lord has often proved himself to be the cleaner. Yeah. The ultimate cleaner. Amen. I will also say this before mm-hmm. we close it out. Mm-hmm. That to call upon the Lord, one does not need to be cleaned up. Oh, absolutely. To call upon the Lord is to want to be cleaned up. Right. So he is in the business of cleaning up. He is. So what it all comes down to is... My boss is a Jewish custodian. Yeah, my boss is a Jewish custodian. That works. That's this week's episode. (laughs) My boss is a A Jewish Jewish custodian. custodian. That's it for this week. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. And remember to check out our website, lttgt.com. What am I going to find when I get there? Well, you'll find links to be able to see our merch selections. Cool. You'll be able to send us emails, Mm -hmm. good or bad or otherwise. We're willing to take it all. That's right. 
and become part of our email list mm -hmm. to stay up to date with the release of things like new episodes. Nice. And the release of things like what else new? I don't know, maybe some swag. It'll all be available on that It'll website. It'll all be available. Also links to various podcast outlets where you can hear us mm -hmm. on your various devices. Nice. Share us on social media. That's right. Share with your friends, especially if you like it. And even if you don't, share with your friends because they might like it. Well, hey, we're always up for a healthy debate. Mm -hmm. So please check it out. LTTGT.com. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Bye.